Target Racing, Daggy with you, flying solo this morning. The Beavers alarm uh, mustn't have gone off again. So uh, getting through a midweek preview, hopefully in some decent time for everyone to get on this afternoon. Uh, a successful Rose Hill Guineas, uh, Rose Hill, can't. Daggy with you for Pro Group Racing. Show us your tips. Uh, looking at midweek racing from both Warwick Farm and Sandown this afternoon. The Beavers alarm mustn't have gone off again, so we're flying solo this morning. The Rose Hill Carnival is in the books. A successful weekend for the boys again. Uh, some nice results there. Hopefully a few people follow along. Uh, but we've got to kick into a couple of nice cards this afternoon. Uh, we'll start at Warwick Farm, where a bit more rain than I'd hoped has hit the track. It's currently rated a heavy eight. Uh, concerned mainly there with the rail going, uh, where is it, five metres from a 1,000 to the winning post, three the remainder. The biggest concern would be rain through the afternoon. I thought it might play a bit better than heavy, but um, we'll keep an eye on that. Obviously, it opens up there. If we do get rain, I probably want to be not too far from the pace, maybe even up and off. Uh, as we get through the afternoon, off the rail, I should say, uh, we kick off with the two-year-olds in the first with over the 1,300 metres. Where I really like the trials of the Godolphin debutant mannequin here, uh, powered through the line uh, in both. Uh, hit the line well. Last one behind the King, who came to town and ran well last week. I think it's got a bit to offer here. Uh, how are we looking in the wet? See Nick Excel? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully gets through it all right. Talent takes it a long way. Uh, so on top from me, I thought last straw might have been a danger here at the price. Uh, it's trolled up uh, pretty well on both occasions there. The second, we stick to the 1,300 metres and come to three-year-old maiden uh, where it looks time for Golden Queen. Uh, gets control of this race. Just nabbed late last time in with a horse. That, uh, that was a nice finish from that uh, Hawks horse there. Uh, gets control here, and there's a lot of uh, these Waller numbers going around, um, Himalayism and the like that I've just had enough of. Uh, I know we're getting a bit deep with Golden Queen as well, but it's running some good stuff. That last run should win this race as well. Tim Clark from the outside gate will go straight to the front, and uh, horses gave me the most concern away from it have all been scratched. So on top clearly for me here. The third is maybe the most interesting runner on the card, but uh, 2,200 metre benchmark 78 sees another Joseph O'Brien horse roll out here under J-Mac. Uh, if this horse has any ability at all, it'll win this race and uh, is on top. Uh, the main danger for me is the, well, same connections there. It's a pretty good run from Yarrawonga first up, uh, 2,000 metres first up down at Canberra. The horse that beat it, Domingo, just nabbed it late, went, to Wyong, I believe, and absolutely uh, destroyed a field there last weekend. So I think that form's okay. Um, with the run now at the 22, I think they're going to fight out the finish. And um, that's the only two I really talk about in this race. But as I said, 
Uh, we've seen what the internationals are doing to the staying fields when they've got here, and uh, this should add to that list. Miracle Spin might be able to run third there. Is the only other one also sort of entertained, uh, given none up in Queensland last time out. The fourth scratchings have uh, played a part here with a benchmark 72 over the mile for the boys. And I am putting the Kiwi debutant on top here. First up for the Mara and Eustace team, Union Gap. I thought there was a bit in both of those trials. Uh, you know, match Jojo was a man last time out at the trials. That it would, Jojo would come here and lap these. And um, the main danger, which was cut on a dime, dropping back from Group 1 company, has come out this morning. Should get through the conditions okay. And uh, nice kickoff point for it in Australia. So on top for me here. The fifth is a benchmark 72 again, again over the mile. Uh, we've lost wealth of knowledge, which would have been top pick here this morning. So it's something what's in on top. Uh, very honest, going pretty well this prep. Has uh, been in a finish last time out, including uh, just nabbed late by Sandstock a couple back, who uh, is a talented horse. Um, still a reasonable enough price, around a $5 mark on top from me. I thought um, Sprout Wings might be one that can run a, a reasonable race at a price here. So I lose my mouse. There we go. Uh, with... Uh, resuming here, uh, it's got Kathy, but uh, has done some reasonable stuff, gets through the ground okay, and uh, as I said, might be one for exotics there. Uh, we get to a very good race up next, a 1300 meter benchmark 78, uh, with some scary horses in it, but I'm pretty keen that Audette has come back in fantastic order. Uh, just beaten first up by a horse that might have lots more upside as well in Kyobi in the was it country qualifier, provincial championship qualifier there. Uh, comes to town, absolutely swims, gets through the wet ground well and uh, is unbeaten second up. Outside gate will roll forward under Andrew Atkins. I think it's going to be very hard to beat here. Uh, and I had the main danger for now as, well, Rise of the Masses was interesting. Didn't really like its trials off a tie back last time out. Had a quick good look at it. I thought Miss Madison resuming might be one that can run a price for you if you want Don to throw in here, but uh, pretty keen Audette is clearly on top. The seventh is 1100 meter benchmark 72. Uh, another very good race here. I'm terrified of Huesca coming off uh, some time off in the trials there, but uh, I'm going to go with Lady Brooke who has trolled up very well, uh, resuming at home. Gets through the ground pretty well here and um, ready to go. Rolls forward from the outside gate again under Sam Clipperton. Hopefully can see out there and around the $7.50. I think it's a good bet here on this card. Uh, contemporary should resume pretty well. Uh, looks to have come back okay. And look, Wild Botanico had a feel for first up. Uh, it's going life is second up. I think it's unbeaten second up, if my memory serves me correctly. Uh, and around the 30s, I'd won't let it get into my guard. I would have liked it drier though. So uh, the only concern there is I try and find it here. Yeah, unbeaten. No, unbeaten in there. Uh, second up. But uh, what are we getting there? 50s. So one for your quarties more than anything. But uh, Lady Brooke on top. We'll wrap up the day with a benchmark 72 over the 1400 metres. Uh, and the money's come for floating. I didn't quite know what to make of it. At least there was some nice improvement between trials. Um, comes here, again, gets through the ground fairly well. Um, 
the last is a benchmark 72 over the 1400 meters money's come this morning i've noticed for floating um wasn't quite sure what to make of those trials but uh suggest that it if it comes back at its best it should blow this field away and we saw what it did at newcastle in a couple of runs there has to come away from newcastle and do it uh but even the runs in town uh are good enough for this there's a bit of a tail on this race i went looking at a, a few looks at Trevest here. I'm going to list it as the main danger. Uh, we know what we're going to get here. It's going to be back and wide and um, storm home, depending on the state of the track, I suppose, and uh, whether Amy McLucas coming from behind is necessarily the right rider for it. Not sure, but uh, I'm going to list it as the main danger from Lavazir next best. Uh, a tricky little card at Warwick Farm, but I think there's some value to be had there. I'm going to make my best. Uh, the keenest on the card I am is race six, number two, Audet. And my value, race seven, number three, Lady Brook. Uh, a nice each-way price at the moment. Head down south where we're going to head to Sandown Hillside. The rail comes back in from uh, being very much on pace last week. Uh, moves back to the... The rail comes back in at Sandown Hills. We head down south to Hillside where the rail comes back in from the latest track we saw last week, back to the six metre mark on what is currently a soft track. Uh, so I think we're going to be back in business swooping by the end of the day here, uh, but we'll treat it as a standard Hillside for the sake of this. Kick off in the first with the two-year-olds, where I'm going to kick off with the favourite in Tocito. Uh, inside gate, Mickey D going on. Very impressive at Murray Bridge. Um, rolled along and just dominated a field there. Uh, watching that back again, it was probably more impressive win than I first gave it credit for. Get the same setup here. Complete lack of pace. And we've seen in these early midweek races, when their leader gets control, they tend to not get caught. Uh, I think Mickey D does a job for us again and starts us off on a winning note. Obviously scared a freak of nature who had the big win here first up, then went to town. Not much went right, but um, favourite on top in the first. The second is a 2,400-metre benchmark 70. Uh, feels like a trap race to me. Don't particularly like it for the sake of uh, a tip. Uh, I've got Boise on top coming back from Sydney. Johnny Allen taking over from not much going on in those Sydney races, but they were much stronger than what we get here. Uh, gets a set up out to 22, uh, 24 should suit uh, from Kalish, who was given the best ride last time out, but was impressive at the Valley. The third is a benchmark 64 uh, over the mile. We've lost a couple of the lightly race chances here. I'm going to spec uh, warm smile here. Now third up in Australia, uh, heavily backed both times to the races did pull up lame last time by lottery lame, which doesn't sound pleasant. Uh, six weeks off, freshen up now back to 64 grade. Uh, I think it's got some ability. And uh, if swoopers are in play, I think does run well here. Scared of uh, Vit uh, Vittoriosa, the Wardhouse mayor that broke through last time with a big win uh, with all favours, but does bounce off that. Comes here and potentially finds a race with not a lot of chases is clearly the main danger. I think those two fight out the finish in the third. The fourth 
is a 1,300-metre benchmark 64. Uh, good race. Uh, some lightly raced horses with upside here, which is what we like. Uh, some of the paces come out with scratchings. I'm sticking with Sisterhood. I think there's two main chances. I'm sticking with Sisterhood. Uh, nice debut, then uh, bolted in second up, being able to sit much closer to the pace. Hopefully, Johnny Allen pushes forwards again here, and uh, it does similar. Uh, very hard to beat. From the main danger, Celestial Harbour looks just a typical Price and Kent runner. Um, looks exactly what you get from the, the I Am Vinny three-year-old. Uh, very nice win. Resuming inside gate is a scary horse. If I can find a way to cover both, I will. The fifth is a benchmark 70, 1,400 metres for the girls. And I'm going to go with the Hawks runner here on top. And I've just noticed it's been backed in overnight. But a uh, very nice resumption at Newcastle. Hit the line beautifully. Uh, having to extricate itself from a bit of trouble there and um, really smash the line there. Comes down, we've seen, we saw him do it last week uh, and have success bringing the runner down from Sydney. Does the same here. Jai McNeil takes over. I think it's a great player around the $6 mark. Uh, scared of uh, the main danger, just slightly outside the market. Uh, there's two. Those that follow the show know that uh, I'm a fan of Prosemium Arch. It uh, just uh, got pestered and had nothing go right. First up, comes here, finds a bit of a softer option to lead on and run can run a race around a $10. And Volpe Risora uh, has got some ability and really nice trials uh, and is a big price. It was close to 20s when I did the form last night. Still in the teens now. Uh, so there's a couple there you can add into. Well, throw them all together if you like, but... Uh, I'm going to cover those three and um, pretty happy in doing so. I think it's a, a nice betting race there. The next is a 1400 meter benchmark 70 where track bias by now will play a part in how I approach this race. Uh, I'm going to stick for now, assuming all things are being equal, going to stick with uh, Ebony King on top, uh, sat outside lead last time and won pretty softly there. Inside gate now, I'm hoping pushes up. Uh, tagged lob straight on under Villas' back and uh, just tags it along till it needs to about 300, gets out and um, peels away and wins and uh, puts two together on top for me. Uh, from uh, Hamilton, who's starting to find a bit of form, has hit the line well last couple here and post-week debuting in Australia, Waller and Mickey D might want the run. Uh, might be uh, setting up for something in two weeks' time. But I think it makes, it makes a reasonable debut here. Jump outs have been good. Uh, again, yeah, but sticking with favourite there from the, the two at the price. Race seven is a benchmark 64 over the mile. And again, we want to just have all things being equal, but I think this is a nice Hoyos Loco. Um, gave him a start and a beating first up. Now comes to a benchmark 64. Hopefully does sit a bit closer from gate one. Mark's are is on. I don't think he's going to let this race get away from him. By any means, uh, scratching's help. Going to get a nice spot and has a beautiful turn of foot. I think it's going to be very, very hard to beat here. Main danger, and we'll get a line on how good this horse is because of the main danger is coming back from group company, uh, chasing Bankmore last time where it was fine, uh, but big dropping grade for it. And uh, will be the main competition. One's drawn the right outside, one's drawn inside. So, as I said, track bias may play into how they, we attack that race when we get there. But for now, uh, Loco on top. Let's wrap up with the mile benchmark 78. Another nice race to finish the day. 
And I think Conquer is ready to win now. Uh, fourth up in Australia. Really nice uh, last couple of runs hitting the line. Out to the mile, ready to go. Mickey D on outside gate, uh, flowing down the middle of the field at around a $10 mark. Looks pretty good to me. Uh, it's on top, uh, main danger, Sione, who did have all favours there, uh, coming along the fence. Uh, now has a middle gate and uh, will run well again. But uh, I think, yeah, as I said, a bit flatter last time out, but still a nice win. Time to go now with Conqueror, as I've said. Uh, like it a lot. To wrap up thoughts at Sandown, my best. Race five, number eight on a tricky card to really stamp. Any? Um not knowing exactly how tracks and play just yet. I'm going to make show high my best and my value in the last race eight, number two conqueror for the Hayes boys. They can top and tail this meeting with it. And Tocito, uh, whirlwind look there through midweek racing from uh, Sydney and Melbourne. We're back with the Beaver because we're going to be getting stuck in on Friday, getting stuck into the championships day one there. Uh, some of the fields are out. The group one fields are very exciting. Uh, plenty more to get stuck into, lots to talk about. Uh, pop back then, and um, good luck this afternoon. See you guys.